Padres and Rockies at Coors Field. Both offenses putting up sky-high numbers in this series, and it continues on Tuesday. Pick it up, 3-0 San Diego, bottom one. Mark Reynolds facing Denilson Lament. This is a high fly ball. He can also do that. That's got to go, I believe, into dead center field. Margo at the wall. It's gone. It's tied. Alexian Amarista. High fly ball. Car. Will Myers. Deep left center field. Ball going. Ball gone. Row number three. See if that one brings you out of the slump, big fella. Because your bat speed, it hasn't slowed down to me. I ain't no scout, but I know bat speed. You got it. And the Padres have the lead. A 4-3. Home run to left center field. 1-1, uh-oh, into right, that'll score a run, back is Jabari, drop the ball. One hand grabs instead of two hand grabs, especially when you potentially have to make a throw, bad fundamentals, no offense. 2-2, two, two. uh-oh, high fly ball to deep right center field. That's going a long way, that's uh, going to be off the base of the wall in right center field. Margo will play the carom, LeMahieu scores, Parra scores, tied no more. They got Gonzalez out of a slump, at least temporarily, as the Rockies did with Will Myers on his home run a moment ago. And here they answer right here with a two-RBI double by the slumping Carlos Gonzalez. For the second straight game, the Rockies score nine against San Diego as they beat the Padres 9-7, your final. Gerardo Parra, three for three with three runs scored. He's now 16 for 31 in his last eight games since returning from the DL. Here's Padre skipper Andy Green after the loss. I think he did some really nice things as he got through that first inning. Uh, to me, though, once again, like I think you look up the first part of the game, it's like 15 pitches. He's thrown 12 fastballs, 10 of them for balls, and two or three sliders for strikes. Like he commands a slider, and like for us to have the same mistakes we had in Cleveland to start the game again, it's unacceptable. And I know they're both young guys out there, and we're talking to them about throwing the slider more. We go to Mark Reynolds, we go to the fastball again. When like he's commanding the slider, having trouble commanding the fastball, I think he's going to grow that way. But it needs to be a lesson that he really gets because if he wants to be great, like he's got to get to his great pitch a little bit sooner rather than just like stay with the fastball, stay with the fastball. After that inning, I thought his mix was great. I thought Luis Trans did a tremendous job with him. Second, third, fourth innings were very, very good. They squared him up a little bit in the fifth. Uh, and we chose to go to Phil Maton at that point in time. But for me, like, he took strides, which in the Cleveland game didn't. So, like, there's a lot of positives to take out of that. Uh, just love to see him to get to his elite pitch a little bit quicker. You pulled him after 77 pitches. Was that because of the intensity of the pitches early in the game, or did you see some mislocation at that point? What was the reason for a somewhat early pull? Yeah, strategic more than anything else. I, I think when we looked at that pocket of hitters in the lineup, uh, Carlos or Mark Reynolds coming up, followed by Carlo, Carlos Gonzalez and Trevor Story. Uh, Phil Maton's strengths match up with them as hitters very, very well. He ends up punching two or three of them, and he misses a spot on cargo, and he hits a double. Uh, so, I mean, you went to a guy that I honestly thought stacked up very well for those three hitters. He punched out two of them, and Cargo got him. So uh, I know Phil will succeed in that type of setting many times going forward, and you just want to put guys in positions to succeed. My vantage point was we were going to continue to score runs, wanted to go aggressively through the bullpen at that point in time, and like the thought process being like you're going to run through uh, Bookter, Hand, and Maurer and try to make the game a little bit shorter, but go aggressively after the win. Didn't happen for us. You mentioned Carlos Gonzalez doing some damage tonight. He's been struggling of late. Was the damage he caused because of mislocation, or was it uh, poor selection of, of pitch choice? Uh, the one on Mayton, which was the biggest damage of the game to me, was the uh, was mislocation. Uh, Phil executes the pitch he's trying to throw there. If he hits his spot, he's going to punch him out. Um, I mean, 
not every single time, but uh, I feel very good about that pitch, his strength in that situation, how he executed. I think Luis Trenz called the right pitch right there. There's no problem. Sometimes you miss your spot. Sometimes good hitters get you, and he got us. The Padres look to avoid a three-game sweep at Coors Field on Wednesday when they send Clayton Richard to the mound.